0: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Eric Brancheck of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Eric, Happy New Year, so to speak, as uh, we get ready to put 2020 behind us. But what a year for the Green Bay Packers, huh?
1: Oh, Bill. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on today. I would uh, I would say, yeah, what a heck of a year for the Packers. Um, I think a lot of people coming in, including myself, uh, came into the season and was thinking um, uh, that this was maybe eleven and five team. Um, but really, I guess they understand their uh, their personnel better than we do. Wow.
0: Well, that's going to be my next question because I had said this a little bit earlier. I said the Packers have basically played from ahead. When they've played from behind, they haven't been able to really kind of catch up, so to speak. Uh, Now, I know we're sitting here and we can second guess whether or not they should have gone after another weapon, another thing, you know, a, a toy for Aaron Rodgers, so to speak. But uh, coming up into the postseason against some of these better teams, a team that could get out on on them early, like a New Orleans, like a Tampa Bay, uh, do, have they shown the prowess lately to be able to say, you know what, we can go to toe-to-toe with anybody?
1: Well, lately, yeah, absolutely. You know, after the Indianapolis game, um, I think there
0: was a, a little bit of a
1: turnaround on the defense. Because uh, you, you had mentioned, you know, coming from behind, et cetera, et cetera. You know, one of the things that – that made it trouble to come from behind is when you can't get off the field on third down on defense and, um, against the Titans, um, Carolina, uh, I, I think they showed some, so a little bit more, uh, aptitude to be able to, to, to slow down the run game and get out on third down. And that's really going to be the key. Um, cause they can, they can go, uh, in my opinion, they can just, you know, light it on fire and, and match touchdown for touchdown. But the, the reality is, is they're going to have to, on defense is uh, getting more touches for the offense. Um, and, and I think on offense too, um, you know, sometimes the magician needs to follow the, follow the rules of the trick and not try to make it up himself. Um, and that sometimes will, I, I think that point has been made. And uh, I think, I think it'll be okay.
0: The three-headed monster that is the running back of Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and now A.J. Dillon, Uh, how do you see them working these three guys together? I know they're going to want to run the football. Last time they were very successful, 163 yards on the ground between Jones and Jamal Williams uh, alone. They're going to want to run the football again going into Soldier Field this weekend. How do you see the run game evolving?
1: Well, I'm really glad you asked that question because, quite frankly, um, now that you have lost all that weight and myself, I think with that offensive line, you and I could run for fifteen carries, <laughs> 50 you know. Really, I mean, so you line one up. It doesn't matter who you got back there, you know. You know, I want to temper the AJ Dillon thing a little bit because, quite frankly, again, the way the offensive line was run blocking and, and it, it, they can and you can line anyone up back there. But I, a couple of things that we haven't seen since the early part of the season when they were putting up 40 points a couple, you know, three or four games there in a row, was was the, the running backs downfield uh, catching the pass, you know, vertically. So I think, you know, into the playoffs, maybe – maybe not against the bears but you use Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is a dynamic weapon weapon. So you want to get him in the open field. Um, and if you got a tough yard, uh, I think maybe Dylan might get the nod a, a time or two until he proves he can't do it. You know, he's a tough runner and I don't want to take anything away from the young fellow, he, but he's got some, he's got some vision to, uh, get figured out. Um, and really, quite frankly, you know, because the pro game is so much different than the college game as far as how, you know, you can call an A-gap run and it ends up being a, a B-gap to the opposite side depending on how defenses go in the zone block scheme. You know, there's a lot that goes into the run. And, and what, that's what Aaron Jones is masterful at is, you know, his vision is as good as his feet and, and, and his hands. So, uh, you know, Dylan's going to have to get there. And with uh, with Jamal Williams, you got a guy that you can certainly count on. To, to pick up blitzes and to hang in there and then it has a knack of being able to, to sneak out into the uh, uh, into the flat or run in a quick arrow route uh, right after blocking so they got a pretty good stable back there it'd be interesting to see how it all plans out but I would I would say if uh, Williams is healthy you see a heavier dose of Williams and and Jones and Dylan is uh, kind of like a, a specialty type type uh, situation
0: Talk about special teams because they've got Cordell Patterson. He is a dynamic threat. Uh, the special teams they didn't have to worry too much about it because when you're not, you know, you're not turning the ball over, you're not punting, you're not, uh, you know, having uh, having penalties and such, and putting yourself in a bad situation, things get relatively easy. But uh, talk about special teams. How big special teams could play in this contest with the Bears?
1: Well, you know, like always, you know, you can't be afraid on punting because you got the league's leading punter. Uh, punt, the punter who tackles after uh, uh, this Sunday's <laughs> game. I mean, Jesus, man! I can't, did you see him celebrate after that? Right.
0: Myself, right. Man, it's like he's been. Li- it's I like he was listening that. to the show, man. I loved it.
1: <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, you listen, kick the ball out of bounds. Kick it between the numbers in the hat and the sideline, and you're in good shape. You kick it anywhere around the hash. You know that ball lands anywhere in the hash marks, and it's it's a it's a gamble. And I don't. I'm not really thinking that they're going to be interested in uh, uh, taking that gamble. So um, in the punt game, kick it between the numbers and the sideline, you should be okay, or kick it out of bounds and really be okay. Um, And, 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 you know, as long as, as Mason Crosby is missing extra points and making field goals, all right you know they'll be okay because i tell you once he gets in there and he's going for three it's like he's dialed in like like radar but uh you know the the extra points though could kill him in a really tight ball game so or make them do something like go for two in a spot where in a tight ball game that could that could really hurt you if you miss it so yeah, yeah, I think their special teams is, will be okay. I just get, they got to tighten up on on that punt game. I, in my opinion, I would I wouldn't even let those guys touch the ball. I'd Punt it out of bounds or or try to get it between the numbers and the sidelines so that you don't get in trouble.
0: Talking with Eric Branchek at the Green Bay Press Gazette. You mentioned the defense. Is the defense peaking at the right time, or are we? I mean, they had a hell of a game against Tennessee, and I think everybody that was sitting back with their arms folded saying, "Show me something." They showed you something. I, I think now it's whether or not you actually buy into what your eyes, you know, what happened before your eyes, as to whether or not you believe the Packers' defense is getting better and starting to peak at the right time.
1: Absolutely. You know, is, are they peaking? Uh, I think there's still more to come. Um, to be honest with you, you know, a couple of weeks back we were talking about the same situation and, and can they get better? Can they get better? A lot of people were down on them, but. You know, you saw some some glimmer of hopes. So the way they utilize their safeties um, in the past four weeks is, is is much different than in the first uh, several games of the season. And they're getting they're getting big plays out of, out of Savage. It's like the light bulb went on there. Sometimes it just takes a while for that aha moment. You know, I mean, you've been there. You know, it just takes a little bit. And and it sounds like, or at least from looking at it, it looks like it's there. I like the play the play playing Amos uh, up on on early downs around the line of scrimmage. So you got a, a sharp guy there that can cover tight ends and backs. Really, really like that, Um, but but you know the the safety position with Savage, that boy, I tell you that that's what that defense has been missing for a long time. Um, You got you got Rashawn Gary that's on the way up, Uh, and and I think probably the part that makes you uh, you know going in that looking at that coaching staff the, the, the 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 star that makes you feel really good is. For the first time all year, Kenny Clark had a dominant game, and it wasn't like he was matched up against one guy and, and kicked his tail all over the field. He was all over, up and down the line of scrimmage, and kicking butt. So, that to me, it, you know, you know me, I really like line play. You know, so mm-hmm. that was exciting for me to watch and, and to see him have a game where he was just dominant because it hasn't been there all season.
0: Uh, Rashawn Gary starting to come on really strong as well. You've got Chris Barnes you've got Kamal Martin uh, you know, Christian Kirksey playing better, dropping back into coverage had uh, obviously uh, a couple of passes defended it seems like everything that we were questioning is starting to play better and again I go back to are you know? Yes, in the trenches they're good, but are are we buying into fool's gold? Are we are we just taking it and going, hey, like everything's fixed? But I still think that as good as the the defense can be, I still don't think they're a, a legit top ten. Maybe they can get there, but I don't know if they're a legit top ten. I'd say they're probably top top eleven, top twelve. But with this offense, that's really all you have to be, right?
1: Yeah, you just got to slow them down enough and give the give give Aaron Rodgers in the offense one extra. Uh, possession and that's really that's that's what it needs you know you you know the, the funny thing about this is, is is you know I know we asked about defense but looking at this this offense is it's basically um, the Rams from three years ago um, with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and a, a stable of good running backs you know when the Rams had Tyler or had Gurley that offense was unstoppable because they could move the ball on the ground, and that's what, what makes this offense so deadly. Um, so, yeah, in my opinion, if you get uh, that offense one more opportunity, even if it's at the end of the game, to, to come from behind, you know, I'm, I'm throwing my chips behind that offense. So it's really important um, for that defense to get off the
0: field. Does Aaron Rodgers need to have another good game to really kind of – assure himself the MVP, or do you think he's already got it?
1: I think is that he needs to just play. Don't try and be the MVP. Don't try and get a couple extra numbers. Don't try to change a couple extra runs to a pass play. I think he's got it. Now it's time to move on from that, and it's time to play football and make sure that everything is done the right way. All the all the numbers that they need to get offensively are there. 100-plus catches for Adams, good job. Aaron Rodgers has got what seems like 100 t- touchdowns. I know it's in the 40s, but it's up there. And, you know, I think he's got the MVP sewn up. So now it's just sit back, run the offense, and good things happen because some of those throws – the other night, Sunday night, man, on TV did not do it justice. I watched the video. I bet I was in the stadium as well. It was, they don't do him justice. That's the sideline pass up the sidelines uh, at the end of the game there. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. I mean, I, I literally like had people, you know how tight it is in there. Now it's like wide open, but I had people look at I me mean, like, "What's because what, what, I literally went, holy cow, because I've never seen right. anything like that. Amazing. And then that fade in the end zone. Jesus, man. Anyway, I mean, are you kidding me? Who makes that throw? Only one guy, and it's Rogers. So he's the MVP. It's it's time now to just just, just sit back and have fun. Rack up the rack up the numbers and have fun.
0: Uh, before I let you go, uh, can he do anything in this game? Do you think? I mean, if he goes out there and obviously throws, you know, three picks and. 150 yards and not a touchdown or something, maybe can put a monkey wrench in this. But I don't think there's much. I am I mean, I said already, I think he's three touchdowns, close to 300 yards, 290 yards, 79 yards, something like that. um You know, 27 of 32, 27 of 35, something like that. And he, and he walks away going, you know what, we got to win. And he obviously solidifies himself as the MB, MVP and breaks his own record of 45 touchdowns.
1: Well, I think, yeah, if he can hit, uh, you know what would be really fun? Is if he could throw three three touchdowns in the first half, maybe one in the in the beginning of the third quarter, and then watch Boyle uh, stand there and hand off for the rest of the game would be would be really fun for Packers mm-hmm. fans, and I think for the floor and the crew. Yeah, I, I, I mean I the way that he's playing right now, there's I don't there's no way he's gonna throw for three. I mean it just isn't happening. Um, just the way that you know. The other part that you don't see on TV is the way he manipulates defenses with his eyes. It's, you know, the first the touchdown to St. Brown. I mean, he he knew what he was seeing and left, left, looking left, looking left, pumped left, and then at the last second turned his head and made, the, made a perfect throw in the end zone. But, you know, there's not very many quarterbacks that have the mastery of the game where the game is so slow that they can mess with a defense just with their eyes. And that's what he's doing out there. I, I don't. Like unless something bad happens and he throws four picks, which I don't, I, I don't know how that could possibly happen. But yeah, I guess he could probably lose it. But I mean, what we're watching as a, as as whether you're a fan or not, you gotta tip your hat to the guy and
0: say, you know, hey, you did it. It's awesome. Good season. No doubt. Take Good stuff. Away. Good stuff, buddy. Uh, we'll talk again. Break it all down come Monday after the pack for the postseason. Okay.
1: Yeah, sounds like fun. I'm sure uh, after. Uh, After this weekend, I might have to watch the game on the treadmill. But uh, see how it (laughs) goes.
0: All right, buddy. Have a good New Year, and we'll talk to you next week. Take care. Happy New Year. There you go, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette, joining us uh, for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider Hiring Drivers right now. You work hard; they treat you fair. Eighty plus years—they've been doing it. Call them. Eight hundred forty-four.